Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Hi there, welcome back to the Style Matters Podcast, brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. I'm Sandra, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Every week, we talk about ways to improve your life by paying attention to the spaces you're creating inside your home. And one way you can do that is by joining me inside the Slow Style Society. This is our monthly membership that takes you through the four phases of living inside your home with beauty and grace. It's based on the Slow Style Framework, and I explain all of it at littleyellowcouch.com. So very quickly here, I just want you to know that this is an online membership where you will receive projects, tutorials, home tours, masterclasses with guest designers, all via video. We also meet every month live via Zoom. So if you're looking for a way to put everything you're hearing on this podcast to work inside your home and you want to do it in a way that saves you money and that teaches you how to be creative and that introduces you to a community of fellow humans who are also passionate about their homes, this membership just might be the thing that you didn't even know you needed. But this is important. Doors to the membership only open twice a year. And that's because there's an intentional progression to the way I teach you slow style. So you got to join now. You have the rest of the month of June to sign up. Doors close on June 30th. Or you're going to have to wait until January 2022. So I would love to have you right now in the Slow Style Society. And you can find out all of the details over at littleyellowcouch.com. Right next to my picture, which is on the homepage, there's a Slow Style Society button you can click. It'll take you to where you need to go to find out everything about the society. Or you can go directly to littleyellowcouch.com forward slash membership. But again, doors close June 30th. So don't wait. Do it right now before you forget. Okay, let's move on to today's episode, which I'm happy to say is sponsored by Natori. In case you don't know them, they make, amongst other things, the most comfortable bras I have ever worn. I am particularly fond of the ones that are 
wireless, but they have all different kinds. They're really flattering and supportive, but I am not kidding. You will forget you're even wearing anything while you're going about your day. I mean, when is the last time that happened? No straps slipping down and no painful jabs across your ribs. I have never had a bra that was so pretty and so comfortable. Right now, they're offering listeners of the Style Matters podcast 15% off your purchase when you use the code STYLE. They've got lots of different kinds, including maternity and fitness, and their sizes range from A to G. If finding a good bra is like finding a four-leaf clover, you are going to feel like you hit the jackpot. I am not kidding. Again, take 15% off your order with the code STYLE at their website, natori.com. That's N-A-T-O-R-I dot com. And now let me introduce my guest. I am so honored to introduce today's guest, the one and only, the legendary Annie Sloan, creator of Annie Sloan Chalk Paint. Now, if you've ever dipped your hand into any DIY projects, you've probably come across Annie's famous line of paints. As I say several times during our conversation, her website is a huge library of resources for all kinds of paint projects, from how to paint kitchen cabinets to specialty designs on furniture. So you must check that out, along with, of course, her actual paints. But just to give you an idea of how big of a deal it was for me to talk with Annie, she has been called a leader in the design scene by the UK Telegraph, El Decor, and the venerable World of Interiors magazine. There is so much to her story. We didn't even touch on her ethical and environmentally sound business practices. Maybe we'll have to have her on again. But for now, I think you're going to be just as delighted with this first conversation as I was. Annie and I were chatting before we started recording, and she jumped into my first question without me even prompting her because she is a pro at interviews, honestly. But just so you get up to speed on what we were talking about, basically, I wanted to know whether or not she agreed that most entrepreneurs of her stature have not had a straight line to success, that there have been bumps and learning curves along the way. So here's Annie. None of them have said the straight path. No, certainly not. My path to what is seen as success, it is success, um, is has not been, um, it's not been smooth by any means. <laughs> I mean, anybody thinks that you, I mean, I know there are people that start and are immediate successes and then that's it it's um they go on into the sunset but i've heard of these magical people i've never met one (laughs) i've not met a unicorn either so (laughs) anyway i i'm sure there's always issues so what was it like for you when you first started i mean you know here you are you are you've graduated from art school you are doing decorative painting for clients yeah. so one on one you have to rem- but you have to remember when i started my business i was already over 40 oh wow okay you see so i'd done my thing in my 20s and i didn't get married till i was 30 then i had children 
And then at the end of your 10, I, you know, had t- uh, t- t- three boys under 10. Oh, and God. then I thought, now what am I going to do? Well, I mean, right, it's not, right. that, not that they were done, but, you know, you start, you, you come out from under the nappies, or, or as you call yes. them, diapers. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you're thinking, whoa, there's a world out there. Let's get back in. And right. so um i just thought i just yeah i knew that i'd always wanted a business of some sort and i was very keen on a business that had something to do it had to do with paint it had to do, i mean all the things that i've been involved with for many color, years yeah color paint you know art all of that stuff and i wanted to roll it all together and i knew that i had uh, I, I had an idea or felt the need for something which wasn't out there i didn't ever start and think oh this is going to make me loads of money i think <laughs> i think anybody that starts out with i'm going to make lots of money is destined to fail that's my thing i really do if you think i mean unless you're a sort of dot com billionaire or something right financier yeah yeah if you're financing money right right that is your thing money but you know if you're doing something else what you have to do is follow your passion and Mm. you if you've got a passion if you something you really want to do do that don't start with oh i'm going to i once somebody said to me um, this is years ago in the days of blogs and they said oh i'm going to do a blog i'd like to make lots of money <laughs> it's like really okay yeah, um, yeah right so so you you were mixing your own paint colors and you just were frustrated because you couldn't find the right kind of paint or the right colors or whatever it was the right, both both I didn't find the right colors I didn't right, find the right type of paint it was mainly the paint to begin with that I wanted I wanted a particular type of paint that would be much more flexible something that I could add water to something that would thicken something that would do uh, would dry very quickly something that it could be manipulated I could stencil use it for watercolor use it thickly and impassable so also then and then I realized, of course, I well, I already knew that I wanted to have good colors um, because as an artist, I was always using colors which were direct. So I would have a red that didn't have other colors in it. So if I bought a normal household paint, um, you'd get lots of black in it and black ah. would muddy the colors, muddy. And you don't want a muddied red. You want it to be bright, bright red. <laughs> right. And then if you want to, you can muddy it if you want. Do you see what I mean? I do. It means you start with the pure color and, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah, use it how you want, right? Yes, exactly. And you don't put black in it. You can add other colors to temper it down, but you don't have black. So black was my big no-no, and so gotcha. that was one of the things. So all of those things, I put them together, started trying to and, – and I was using it. I was writing books then. Yes, um, yeah, lots of books. Um, lots I of books, like 26 books. I <laughs> exactly. Mean. Yeah, yes. quite a few books. What came first, the, paint, the paints or the books? The books, yes. I okay. wrote books. I was painting for people and painting and right. then writing the books. And I was always aware that I can't find the paint I want. Um, oh. And so that led to, you know, I was talking to someone. I happened to be in Belgium at the time, actually in the Netherlands. And they said, oh, I know a paint factory in Belgium. Wow. And, yeah, I know. It's amazing. Yeah. And 
Belgium's right next to the Netherlands, so off we went. And they were a perfect firm for me because they were a family company. So, you know, so they were keen to help and they're not some big multinational where, you know, you have to get permission from people. It was somebody who was, um, you know, the boss was able to say, yeah, come and work with Daisy, who was the lab yeah. technician. It was great. Yeah, exactly. You worked with actual humans, which yes, is what exactly. we need, especially yeah. when you're trying to be so specific in what you want and you know, you wanted to do so many different things, one of which is something that, I mean, is key for me in using your paints, <laughs> required no sanding or priming for, yeah. and I am an impatient person. So, well, so um, am I. <laughs> I wondered if you were. You're so full of energy. I thought, I bet Annie is impatient. <laughs> yes, I'm, funnily enough, I've got the patience of a saint when I'm working on something that I'm really keen on doing. But uh-huh. sometimes some things I just want to get done. Yes, you know, it's just yes. no, I can't be bothered with all the sort of fifth. Now, I think it's all to do with me. Um, I was a painter, myself an artist, and my idea was to get it get it done. I wasn't, I'd go into, I used to get very frustrated because I'd go into um, what, I don't know what you call them in America, painter and decorators in England. So it's the shop a with shop. all the, yeah. well, it's a shop with, but it's a shop with all the, um, the ladders and the sandpaper and the, oh, yeah, the home improvement shop. Yes. Home improvement shop. Okay. Well, we call them painter and decorator shops and you go in and there's a, a man, probably this was years probably, ago. Probably. So, yes. Yeah. And, and I'd say, um, I'd want something, and he'd go, "Well, what's it for? You've got to prime that." And you've got I to hate do this. that question. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh God!" And I like, "No." And then I'd say, "No." What I want is, he said, "No, you can't do that. You can't do that." And there'd always be no's. There'd always be like, "Look," and so especially this is, you know, I suppose this would be in the 1980s. And although you know, uh-huh. we'd had the women's movement already then. Yeah, they, these men were still back in the dark ages, and you know, um, it was don't you worry your pretty little head about that, and off you go. So little did they know who they were. Little doing. did they know. <laughs> tiger, tiger was hit. There was a tiger. <laughs> That's right. So, um, and I'd been in art school plenty of years, and so I knew that certain things were possible just by intuition and by reading and stuff like that. Mm, mm. So, and I'd been doing a lot of research. So, um, yeah, I knew that we could do this easier and I just needed some things to be done very quickly and if I wanted to paint little tiny bees or something I could do that but once that was the fun bit um, what I hated was all this sanding down and priming and ah oh, uh, by that time you've lost the will to live haven't you <laughs> 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 oh yes, I think we could all relate to that, and I love how you call it the fun bits, which are which yeah. really is is the creative part. You have a vision in your head, and yeah. you you want to see it executed. But let's let's talk about all of the people who either think they're not creative or just are fearful of being kind of daring or trying something that's outside the norm, something they haven't seen everywhere. How you, you're, uh, you're very passionate about encouraging people to be creative. I feel like that's something that's kind of core to Oh, yes, business. it is. Thank you, thank you so much for understanding that and seeing that. It is. It's extremely important to me yeah. that people uh, do feel that they can paint. Um, I think it's through uh, when you're at school, People would be like, you've done something wrong and you can't, you can't paint. And of mm-hmm. course, everybody can paint. And I have had so many wonderful emails from people or 
or, or messages saying, I never thought I could paint. This is amazing. It is so wonderful because I know they are. And how I learned was that I went out, started going out, um, painting for people. And I was amazed that people who said they couldn't paint would come up with some wonderful combinations. Ah. You know, they would, yeah, and they would say lovely things like, let's do that wall the color of crushed bananas. Ooh, yeah. I just would go, wow, what an observation. That is amazing. And then they'd say, oh, let's do it with, um, oh, let's say a bright pink and a gingery brown on, you know, and I'd like, wow. Because I'd always thought that it was us artists who were terribly creative and nobody else was. But, of course, I realised actually it's so not true. People long to use – and women do it all the time with their clothes. Right. You know, so everybody can do it. We'll be back after a quick break. I assume you're here because you want a -a one-of-a-kind, personality-filled home, right? Well, in order to have that, you need to define and develop your signature style. When you do that, you're going to understand how to mix what you already have with new things you find, focusing on who you are and what you love, putting it all together in a cohesive way. So what's stopping you? Well, let me know if this sounds about right. Not enough time, not enough money, and a lack of creativity or design knowledge, which makes you feel overwhelmed and insecure about pulling the trigger and changing things up. This is why I created the Slow Style Society, to help you take action on making your dream home a reality. It's part social club for people who like to just geek out on design and part hands-on learning experience where you get better and better at making decor decisions for each room in your home. And for the next few weeks, I'm offering all new members an additional one-on-one style session with yours truly. So I'll take you through the lessons so you know exactly what to focus on inside the Slow Style Framework, in what order, and you'll have a personalized support system from me to get you there. Go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society so we can get started right away. Let's not wait for that imaginary perfect time to create your beautiful, meaningful home. Again, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society. Okay, back to the episode. (laughs) I think the key word you just said was observation. I, I, I feel like that's a part of it. Looking noticing and then going huh what would that look like as a color exactly exactly so people say where do you get your ideas from it really could be anything i'm actually looking at a book cover at the moment and that's probably what made me think because there is yellow pink (laughs) and a sort of it's a little bit of a crushed banana color actually well it's but you know so you see that and you think oh that'd be a good thing you know and and that's how it all works so you know I think people think that I come to they say where do you get your inspiration from I think they think I've got a big book of inspiration (laughs) (laughs) a secret book yes Yes. (laughs) I dip into every now and again but it's available to everybody it's Mm. around you everywhere and it could be the colors on on adverts or the detailing on someone's shirt it could be a little you know a little bit of embroidery somewhere and you think oh that's a nice pattern 
Um, so it's all those things. It's absolutely everywhere. So thank you for asking me that question because it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, everybody understanding and, and releasing their own creativity. Well, I feel like you have a lot of different ways in which you inspire us to be creative. And we're going to talk about them. I mean, you've got your painters in residence program, you've got the colorist, and of course, all of your books and your videos. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you sort of a more of a technical question, which is, Mm. let's say the first thing somebody wants to do is mix colors together. And I don't mean mixing, you know, a a color of a pillow and a color of a couch. I mean, literally the paint. How do you? Yes. What I would say is that it's um, it's a bit like when you're adding, say you make stewed apples. Okay. Um, you know that you can't put equal amount of apple to equal amount of sugar. What you right. would do, <laughs> um, what you would do is start with your apple and then you would add a bit of sugar and you'd probably just keep tasting it until you go, mm. that's nice. I mean, some people look at a recipe, but actually lots of people, because you don't know how sweet your apples are. True. And you don't or how know whether sweet you want them. I mean, everybody sweet, is a different exactly. And whether you're going to have it with your apple, with your with your pork, with right. your roast pork, or whether you're going to have it in an apple pie. So <laughs> yes. So all of these things. So you know that you have to add it. So what I would say is, if you're mixing a blue and you've got your blue, but you want to make it paler, I think the big mistake people think is. They add equal amount of blue to white. Ah, okay. And that was my analogy, rather sort of tortuous thing about the no, apple no. and the sugar. Right, it's not equal, sure. It's not equal, and lots of people do that. They go, okay, I've made it, and it's really too pale. It's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would just take out a little bit, like a brush full um, of uh, the blue. Yeah. And then... Slowly add a little bit of white and just look at the percentages. Was it half the white? Was it quarter of the amount of blue? Was it 10%? Was it a tiny amount? And then add a little bit of the white, add a little bit more. Keep testing, keep testing. That's how you do it. Also, you've got to wait for it to dry because that's the other thing. People go, yep, got the perfect color paint. Oh, it's dried differently. Yes, (laughs) it sure does. Yes, yes. Okay, well, that's that's helpful, really helpful. Good, I mean, thank you. Good, I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> well, and, and I just want to say, again, I mean, I just mentioned it, but your videos, you have so many, and of course your books, like there's so, you have helped people so much with stenciling, adding the water, doing the color wash, the ombre. I mean, there's a oh, yeah. lot of resources out there, people, all of which are just within Annie Sloan herself, so... I think one of the things about um, my paint and my business is that it's all, um, I've, I know it's all, I, God, I've got to say, I know it's all, I don't know it all, but um, I do it all. Um, do it all, right. I do it all, and, and I'm not saying I know everything at all, but what I am saying, um, this is not filtered through lots of different people. This is what I say, what I do, is because I've tried it, I've tested it, I do I know about it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good point. You you are still, um, you're so personable. You're so open, warm, friendly that, that it's still, like, you don't, you haven't hired a whole bunch of people to do these videos for you. You no. still do them, and it makes you feel so connected to the paint itself and, and then the, 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 the pleasure of the process. So Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, no, thank you for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Good. 
All right. I want to talk about two two projects of yours in particular. Um, one is the Painters in Residence program. Mm. Tell us what it is, why you started it. It's very inspirational. I'm so pleased you like it. I just love it. So this is um, a program we started. Goodness me, it must be Gosh, how many years ago? So many years ago. And we did it. Um, uh, Amy, who is my marketing person, and I would be looking at uh, painters and things. She was with me years ago. She's now head of marketing. So she, we know each other very, very well now. We sat together and we'd be going, look at all these amazing paintings that people are doing on furniture look at these incredible techniques and wonderful things we keep finding them amy and i were going well what how can we help these people because we want them out there to show people look at the amazing stuff you can do i know some people just want to paint it blue but other people want to do something fancy or just get inspired if you know about the fine art world, there will be people called painters in residence and they go to galleries and it might be, yeah, it might be a gallery and there's a painter in residence. For a year or, yeah. Yeah, might be six months, it could be a year. And they don't live there, but they're there every day and they're painting and they're getting inspired by things. And it's a sort of working relationship with the gallery or it could be somewhere completely. I think churches do them. I think all sorts Mm. of people do them. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely idea. It is. We thought, well, let's try it. And they would, we wanted them to be in different parts of the world. And they're people who are using the paint in an inspiring, wonderful, interesting way. Yes. So, but what is so lovely is it goes back to the thing that I talk about all the time. Many of them are not trained artists. They're just people not- who love to work with the paint and with their hands and they have a vision. Exactly, exactly. So the one that we've got at the moment is Olivia Olivia Lacey. (laughs) She's in Connecticut. She's called uh, Pip and the Pigeon, or Pigeon, no, Pip and the Pigeon. And yeah, and she's absolutely wonderful. Um, She's got no no art training at all, nothing, no art training. And she just found one day that she could paint, loved painting, using my paints. And doing some wonderful, wonderful things. Um, but yes, anyway, so that's that's what it's all about. And we're always looking for new people, but we don't have people applying. Oh, you just find them. Interesting. Yes. You're, so, looking, you're, you're, you're following your own curiosity. I love yes. that. Yes, yes, that's a good way to do it, say it. Well, I, of course, we're going to link to all of these different things on your show notes page. So, um, and your, your, your website as a whole, which is just, you can spend hours on your website. <laughs> but but I'll, I'll, I'll also do, give you the specific links to things like the Painters in Residence program. But now also, The Colorist. I am so excited about this. Uh, I love design magazines. And as you say, you call it a bookazine because it's kind of, it's more than a magazine, but it's not quite a book. But you've written 26 books. So what motivated (laughs) you to want to start more of a a magazine type of thing where it's published regularly and, you know, ongoing several times a year? Twice a year we do it. It just gives me so much more... um, ability to react to things so I can see something that I love and put it in a magazine and I can promote other people as well as it just gives me a lot more things to do and I can talk about me traveling I can talk so I went to India uh, that was in one of I can 
focus on colour. So each, the thing about the bookazine, um, I'll explain what a bookazine is in a better way in a way, because what it is, is a book has no adverts. So this magazine ah. has no adverts. Okay, probably, good. that's important to know. Yeah, you probably didn't notice, but it I didn't no, notice because no. I'm so wrapped up in the articles. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. So it's got no adverts, and it's but it's not like a um, it's it's like a it's not like a book because that's one subject. This is many many subjects. It's got home tours. It's got right. Um, country about countries about a color so everyone it's supposed to be a color library oh, so we've, we've done that's a, exactly i love that <laughs> color library yes let's keep that yeah so it's a color library so that's in the end you will have you know the blue one the green one the white one the red one and all the rest of it oh. um yeah for instance you talk about being inspired by the island of capri and the pink and it, you just get this sense of where the color is coming from in your mind and then you show how you use it and it's just this beautiful storyline of a color that I, I love. Thank you. Yeah, well, it is a joyous thing to put together. Well, Annie, you're such a delight as I knew you would be. I'm so honored, absolutely honored to be talking to you. You, you really are a legend and, and one, of my, <laughs> one of my heroes because I've known you since I was started to paint furniture 20 years ago, um, you know, so I've, you've just been around in my life for a long time. Brilliant. That's lovely to hear. It means a lot. But I want to ask you one final question, which I now realize I did not send you ahead of time, but I'm sure you, you can answer this. It's my signature question that I ask every guest, which is simply, why does style matter? Or if you want to say beauty, why, why do our interiors matter? Oh, that's a lovely, lovely question. Yes, why do they matter? I suppose um, it's like um, having everything around you that makes you feel very comfortable and you. Um, in your house, you feel around you that you've got things that relate to you and that will center you, will make you feel it's not false. It's like um, you've, you've got to be comfortable in your own space and I don't think it should be for other people it should be for yourself don't feel obliged never feel obliged and I think that's what it's all about making yourself feel really comfortable I I want to I want to say that you uh because you're so present in your brand uh and I feel like you allow us to get to know you so well you are someone who is so fully yourself that it, I think it inspires the rest of us to to be like that. And you said you should be comfortable in your space. And I think, mm. yes, and I think comfortable in your skin, which you are. And so thank you for being that, that, um, that example for us. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. I don't always feel great, so. <laughs> well, I we suppose all, you can't, we all have time. Yeah, yeah. We all have it's a our process. time, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's a process of becoming who we are, yeah. I w yeah, exactly. I want to ask you a question, because you had that wonderful thing about um, combining two styles, and yes. I, I loved all that. Oh, thank you, the style mashup. Yes, yes. I did it myself. Yeah, I can't remember what I was now, but it was great. such good fun. 
Oh, good. I'm so glad. Well, you ha- you must send me whatever it is you wrote down. I would love to hear it. Yeah, I can't remember, but I'll look for it. Yes. Okay, good. I, good. I might just do it again because it was such fun. But I think oh, you should good. be getting other people to do it. I think it's a great idea. I, you know, people have been doing it and I post on Instagram people's mashups that they come up with. Uh, I, I make a little a quote post about it. So yeah. you, you can see them there. And it's so much fun to hear what what people come up with, you know, yeah. leopards in, in convertibles and things yes. like that. <laughs> it's well, a great you, idea. Annie. It's very that's, funny. That's Pleasure. Very, thank you for the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> it's been an absolute delight. Thank you for asking me. Bye-bye then. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this conversation. Don't forget that doors to the Slow Style Society membership are open now through June 30th. I would love to have you join me inside our monthly membership. It's a really fabulous group of people and we will learn everything there is to know about how to apply the Slow Style philosophy principles, all of the stuff that I can teach you inside of this membership. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com forward slash membership and you will find out all about it. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.